everybody. <laughs> God, that is that was smooth. Welcome to the Man Cave. It's the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their first names. I'm Mandy Fabian. And I'm Mandy Kaplan. And each week, we test the limits of our friendship by arguing and debating over what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're listening to. Grab a couch. Let's get to it. Cut this shit. We just, for Fandies only on our pre-show, if you would like to become a Fandy, visit mancave.com slash Fandy, $5 a month. We just ran over yeah. our whole Thanksgiving stories. I, I might have done a pre-pre-show, but we'll, we, we'll wait and find out. Yeah, it's really, okay, okay, great. I'm sure, and I'm sure you're trashing me on the pre-show because you like to do that. And maybe I'll record a pre-show the next time, okay? Maybe you will. I'm not afraid. That's all I'm saying. And by the way, Mm -hmm. if you do want to become a Fandy, we are having a Cyber Monday sale. We have a Cyber Monday sale every Monday, and it's only (laughs) um, $60 a year, actually, is what the discounted rate is. It's actually $55, I think, or $50. It's like there is a discount if you become a Fandy for a year. Yeah. So, I mean, that's as much as a really high quality hand job. And I think that we give that, don't you? I charge a lot more for my hand jobs. You do? So we should, yeah, we should, we should talk about your rates. (sighs) We should compare these things. Yep. But but we never talk about Um, it anymore. (laughs) So much shame (laughs) around female sexuality in this country. Anyway. Okay. Yes. Well, can I tell you, I watched something that was not assigned but I enjoyed it, and okay. I would like to call attention to it. Uh, do it. The, did did you finish don't up destroy the Golden movie. Bachelor, though? No, they're making us wait for the finale. Of course they are. Okay, go on. Please cruel, don't destroy cruel. me. Please don't destroy is a comedy trio from Saturday Night Live. Uh-huh. They're like the new Lonely Island Boys. And they made a movie called Please Don't Destroy the, tre- the Lost Treasure of Boggy Bottom or something. Okay. And it's a lot of fun. Laugh out loud. Okay. Silly. Not for the kids. Not for the kids. (laughs) It has a Goonies quality, but the humor is adult. And we it took us three or four installments to get all the way through it because we fell asleep and then our Thanksgiving guests arrived. But I laughed throughout. A lot of fun on Peacock. Please don't destroy. Okay. Okay. Yes. Worth the $5 that you have to pay to be on Peacock? Is it worth it? We have to be on Peacock because my wonderful husband, I love you, Jer, watches Sliders. Do you remember that show with Jerry O'Connell from the early, early 90s? What? It was like a time travel bad show. Are you serious? So I said to him, we got to drop Peacock. We're not. And he said, no, I can't <laughs> drop Peacock. I'm watching Sliders. <laughs> yeah. It's really well, weird. Good for him. It's a weird rewatch. Maybe for his birthday, I'll get him lunch with Jerry O'Connell. <gasps> Oh, do that. Oh, Jerry Connell's a lot. I've hung out with him. He's too much. <laughs> yeah, There's but maybe, no off button. But maybe not for Jeremy, you know? I don't know that it's Jerry O'Connell that's the draw. He just <laughs> likes time travel and shows like that. And okay. he says it's not a great show, but he loves it. It's weird. Okay. Okay. He's a weird dude. Um, uh, The girls and I watched, I don't know why we did this, except I do know because it was free, Um, Ghosts UK. So, oh, you know, right. the CBS the, show, Ghost. the CBS sitcom that you like that I hate. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we don't watch it regularly or anything. I've just seen a few episodes and I've enjoyed it. So we watched the UK version, which I thought was really interesting. 
it was just interesting. Like, I can't tell which came first, the, the American version or the British version, but we were laughing and enjoying it. And then... Um, oh, good. Yeah. And then Patrick and I dove back into The Morning Show, season three. Yes. Which is a really okay. interesting show for us because it's no succession. It doesn't take our breath away. You know, it deals with a lot of mm-hmm. like, it's very kind of, it deals with a lot of very complex sort of social things. But mm-hmm. what's interesting is it it does it in this way that's very like, but it's it as if as the world turns was dealing mm-hmm. with these very complex social things. Like it's so kind of clunk, 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 big, fancy soap opera you know what yeah. I mean? It's interesting. For our younger listeners, As the World Turns was oh. a very popular soap opera in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, I believe. Do we still have younger listeners? What are you doing? I don't know. Go back to I school. <laughs> I just... <laughs> not that young. <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, yeah. So, but it's, you know, but it's, there's something really uh, dishy and interesting about it. Like, and I still, I just love that Billy Crudup. And I think he might have been a terrible person at his past. I think he's done some really awful things. Uh, I think so. I mean, like, just in terms of breaking What's-Her-Name's heart. Um, the really Claire great Danes. actress. Oh, was it Claire Danes? But he also broke, um, didn't he leave the the first one, the great actress who was in Proof? Mar- um, she was also in Weeds. Weeds? Mary Louise Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, Had he a, really done her dirty. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. okay, so he's a bit of a... A trollop, but um, yeah. I I do enjoy he's his very performance. Handsome. He's so yeah, handsome. he's very talented, and he's yeah. got this little like he's got this mischievous glint in his eye. So you know, kind of like uh, mm-hmm. the dad on um, How to Destroy Everything, like that little wicked little. Oh, it do, it gets mm. a lot for a person. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what we've been doing. Yeah, I've heard negative things about the morning show season three, so we haven't gone back to it. It's not as good as the first two seasons. <laughs> yeah. It's not. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, but I'm enjoying it. I it's very Once you get rid of Ngugu and Batha Ra, I I have no need to watch you anymore. I love her so much. Oh, well no, there's some the new one. there's some new great people on there and I really do. I did see that movie uh Past Lives. Uh did you see that movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a fantastic film. That is fantastic. It's it's it gets all the stars, it's worth all the hype, in my opinion. Oh, And I right. went in reluctantly because there was so much hype around it. And I was feeling a little bit bitter and jealous. I'm not above that at all. When someone's like, this movie's so great. I'm like, harumph, maybe. Uh, but it was. It actually was that great. And the lead actress yes. is the woman who plays the producer on uh, on uh, The Morning Show. Oh, and no, I know Greta Lee. Yes, yeah. yes. And she yeah, was on Russian her. Doll. She's amazing. And I love her. Yeah. 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 I know her from, she's so hilarious, in the movie Sisters with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Oh! And she's the manicurist oh. who doesn't speak English, but she does. She's so funny. I she's wonder if I ever saw Sisters. Maybe it was oh, a it's, long time ago. It's a good one if you have a cold. There's one that, guilty pleasure, because you're not supposed to like it because it's not very good. It's No Baby Mama, which I love. Right, right, unabashedly. right. Unabashedly. Mm-hmm. But Sisters was not such a great follow-up, but it makes me laugh. Okay. Okay, I like that. Well, speaking of movies that make you laugh. <laughs> okay, I am kind of dying to know what you thought of the D train because part of me is like, I love this movie so much that Mandy is going to hate it. She's going to hate every second of it. But I'm not sure because, to be honest, it has a lot of elements that you love in movies. Like, yes, a lot. Dark comedy. Oh, yeah. 
Jack Black. Yes. Uh, James Marsden, who is just He's, one of my favorite, favorite, favorites. Yeah. And becomes more and more so everything I see him in. I'm like, how are you just so goddamn good? <laughs> yeah. He's so talented. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so and I had never heard of this movie. Yeah. It, I just didn't know about it. You were so excited. Um, and I now need to end our friendship and our podcast. No. And maybe my Why? life. Why? Because you love it or because you hated it? I hated it so much. No. I really, really hated it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't believe it. It has everything you like. It's and it failed on Every one of those levels. Oh, no. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into do, it. I, do, see, how about Pete plays the trailer so people get a sense of okay. the tone of this movie? May I speak with Jeff Settleson, please? Yes, it's that time. Jeff. Dan Landsman. Dan. From high school. I want to talk reunion with you. 20 years. Can you believe it? That's not very mature. The ocean and the sun. Both beautiful. Both deadly. Stacy, Honey! Oliver Lawless. From high school? Yes, from high school on a national commercial. He did it. He made it. Zach, that was one of daddy's good friends. No, really? It was not. Hang up the bones. D-Fresh has an idea. Who's D-Fresh? It's me, Jerry. Focus. Is that Oliver Lawless? Ocean, I can yes. He's a big Hollywood actor now. We get Lawless to come, the whole class will follow. It's like one of those charity events. They bring out the celebrities. If Dave Schwimmer goes, everyone goes. Dan? Dude, yeah, hey. what's up? Oh, yeah. I got us a couch. Yeah, let's sit at the bar. Oh. He's the banana boat guy. Banana boat. That guy is this guy, and this guy is that guy. Ask me why I'm here, Oliver. I'm here for your business meeting. That's what my boss, who's sleeping right above us, thinks. I came here to get you to come to our high school reunion. Jesus. You were taking a muscle relaxant before. Down the old hatch. Mimosa. You earned it, Dan boy. Mimosa. What about Lawless? Is he gonna come to the reunion? Lawless RSVP. And then a bunch of others RSVP. There he is. In LA, Dan, it's in the past. <laughs> Dan, I don't know how you did it, man, but you bagged yourself a good one. Yeah. Right? Has something changed that I'm not aware of? I mean, maybe we should talk about it. I thought if I could deliver Oliver Lawless, I'd be a hero, single-handedly saving our reunion. How about this? D-nice. What? Have people just call me that from now on? This reunion is for everybody. It's for all of us, not just him! Obsessed with Oliver? What is going on with you? You're acting so weird. Talk to me, Oliver! What do you want to talk about, Dad? Oliver, wait, why did the music stop? Now everyone has heard. Ugh. I have a list of, like, uh, the most, like, things that made me giggle and laugh out loud so much. So it's basically Jack Black. It's a, Now, it's a small movie. It's the kind of movie that I love, where it is all mm -hmm. about this character. But this, this threw twists and turns at me that I did not see coming. It starts off as this simple thing where this guy is calls himself the head of his reunion committee. The most simple idea, he, he, he sees a guy, he wants to be friends with them. First of all, he wants friends and he doesn't have any. And he sees this guy, an old classmate who was in the drama club with him doing a uh, banana boat 
sunscreen commercial. And he's like, that guy made it. And he makes a commitment to himself that he's going to get him to come to their high school reunion. And that's the simple, simple thing that drives him to go out to L.A. But he starts lying. He has to create all of these lies and he gets tangled up in all these lies to, to try to get to this guy to get him to come to reunion. It's a very King of Queens premise, that sitcom with Kevin James, uh-huh. who every episode would tell a little lie to, so his wife wouldn't get mad at him. And then it the lie would spin out of control. OK, um, so the premise works. You know, it's an interesting premise. Um, but I, I found Jack Black's character so inconsistent and unlikable and he has no friends. Nobody else on the reunion committee likes him. But he has a beautiful, doting, loving wife, played by Katherine Hahn, who can do no wrong. And it makes no sense. He's a failure at everything he's doing. It doesn't add up. How, why is she a beautiful, loving, doting wife to this guy? Yeah. He, and then he has moments of hubris and confidence where it just feels totally out of place. Jeffrey Tambor just sad as his boss who doesn't understand computers. It all made me so sad. Oh. And I didn't think it was well done. I didn't I didn't like the script. I didn't like anything about it. So <gasps> Oh my God, that's so funny. It just made me sad, deeply sad. Oh. Their the life that they had. Oh. Ugh. Oh no. Oh, that's so funny. No, Jack Black makes me laugh. He's a bit of a Will Ferrell thing for me. So him oh, okay. him doing his kind of loser who's playing his who's putting on that kind of like I'm everybody's best friend he kind of did that in School of Rock Um, Mm -hmm. and one of the things I appreciated about it was you know like he's like we got a business deal with a businessman they don't go into anything I have no idea what their business with Jeffrey Tamper was right right. I have I have uh, no uh, yeah they don't give any details on that they just speak in like very generic terms. And I actually thought it was really funny that they're like, they're not even going to bother to tell us because that has nothing to do with the story. All we need to know is that he got a deal. He literally Googles. So when Jack Black needs to get to California to see um, uh, James Marsden's character, I always get him confused with Jake James McAvoy, at least not literally, but way back before I actually <laughs> knew who they both yeah. were. Those names yeah. got me confused. So I would always, mm. anyway, but that's not happening anymore. But it's a great story. So anyway, um, <laughs> when Jack Black is going out to California in order to get there, he fakes a business deal and he just Googles LA businesses and finds someone who's a businessman. It's like the only business that has a name on it. And he chooses a fake name and says, hey, this guy emailed me, relying on the fact that his boss doesn't know anything about computers or doesn't read email. So this guy emailed me and he really wants me to come out and talk about this business. When in fact, all he's going to do is go and see his high school friend and see if he can get him to come to the reunion. But then his boss is like, oh, great. You got an instinct about this? I'll come with you. And he's like, no, 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 no. I could never get you a flight. Look, I'm checking and all the flights are full. And then he's like, oh, well, let me just call my travel agent. <laughs> I, it's, it's simple, but I don't know. I was not sad by it. it. I was so, and this is the thing I think matters. A person told me about this movie and said, it's great. You should watch it. I'm not going to say another word. And I was not expecting anything. And I told you, oh, my God, this might be one of my favorite movies of all time. So, of course, you're going in expecting things. And different things make us laugh. And that uncomfortable thing makes me laugh. 
It's it does when it's done right for me too. I mean, I keep referencing I love my dad lately. I I brought it up in oh, a meeting the other so day. Good. I'm just it's so good. I like uncomfortable comedy. I have no problem with feeling like, oh, I want to shower and I want to laugh. Yeah. That's fine by me. This never made me laugh. There was one laugh in this movie for me. And it's when James Marsden is staying with Jack Black and his teenage son who <laughs> is scared because he's 13 or 14 and two girls want to have a threesome with them. Yeah. And James Marsden gives him the advice. You got to keep their vaginas close to each other. And the kid is like, how? <laughs> and he goes, stack them. <laughs> and the, the the phrase stack them made me laugh. That was the only time I cracked a smile. Okay, wait. So when a lot of laundry got done. So thank you for that. A lot of stuff got done in my house during this movie. Well, you can't do laundry when you watch this movie. It's all about really subtle performances. It's, it's subtle performances. He says, how many girls, how many girls have you fucked? And the kid goes, none. And James Marsden's answer is, why? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. That made me laugh out loud. That is a completely unexpected answer to that. Why? Yeah. Oh, why haven't you fucked a lot more girls? He it was he was great. I, I, I just the, his character was so inconsistent because he was a failure. There's no world in which a whole town thinks he did a banana boat commercial. So he's made it. It was out of place. It was it really bumped for me. I don't know why he couldn't have been on a TV show so that it was like he had made it. Right. Or, you know, or something where everyone where he it doesn't mean he's John Hamm's success, but maybe we all saw you on that TV show and no one knows that it was only a guest star. And, he, you know, but yeah, but a I banana feel like book commercial wouldn't make him who everyone thought he was. It was a strange ask of us. Oh, that's interesting because I I thought the banana boat commercial, the dumb, the really dumb banana boat commercial with the dumb copy and basically James Marsden acting like a like a uh, Baywatch guy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what? he's a lifeguard at the beach, all sexy. And um, the, I, I thought that was the point of it, though. I've seen the guy. Oh, you're a retired action star or oh, you're you're a dumb hit on a TV show. I've actually seen that. I've never seen the thing where someone just did a commercial and everybody in their small town is like, dude, you made it. And that is true. I mean, uh, there are people that like get and that he's not wrong. That is a big deal. Anybody who goes to be an actor from a small town, he was really characterized as the one person who got out of the town, who went and pursued his dreams. So the fact that he would be like, oh, my God, you're on a national commercial. That's killing it. And and he played it very I thought he played it very genuine. You know, mm. also, I you don't ever see movies ever where men play bisexual. And that is. Y yeah, that. You didn't laugh at the scene where they go out partying all night and then James Marsden goes to kiss Jack Black. The way he does nope. it, oh my God, I was dying laughing. I just, it's so I just funny. Well, you did. No, you were I, doing, you were separating your dark smear whites. I get it. I, right. No, I just, I was very, <gasps> oh my very God. unhappy. Oh my God. He starts to kiss him. He goes, he go, they're in the apartment and he's like, come here. And then Jack Black, you could see him like, uh, I don't, is this happening? Like, he gets so sucked into James Marsden's orbit. Mm -hmm. And 
and he's going towards him and James Marsden keeps kind of pulling and pulling him. They they really play it out for a long time. And then he kisses him and Jack Black is like still kind of like, ah, what's happening? And then he's like, get kind of gets into it. And James Marsden breathlessly says, I'll come to reunion. <laughs> and I just, oh, okay. All right. Well, you're shrugging. <laughs> uh, well, I, None of that worked for me. It's an interesting idea that they hooked up and then Jack Black goes back confused. Like, do I have a crush on him? Do I want to be with him sexually? So that's all interesting to me, but it didn't pay off. It didn't make me laugh and it didn't make me go, well, what's going to happen? Jack Black spins out of control. Somehow, unbeknownst to us, he scores cigarettes and cocaine. We've never we don't understand how he got all of that for the reunion. It would have been nice to see, or unless I missed it. Right. Did he do a drug deal or something? Uh, I don't think so. He just has a pocket full of cocaine at the reunion. Well, he might that's, have had it left over from L.A. because they do quite a bit of coke. Like, and that's they do. The, so when he goes into this guy's orbit, right, trying to be bigger, trying to be the guy who's the life of the party, he's trying to... He's trying to be the D-train. He, he keeps oh, yeah. giving himself these silly D nicknames all through the movie because... He's trying to be that guy. And James right. Marsden is so dismissive of him. It's such a, that's what made me laugh. Oh, God, it made me laugh so much. But he probably, he could have had cocaine left over from that. I I mean, I would have liked to have seen that. It's a huge leap for Jack Black, who is small town, small time, insecure, no friends. And then he goes ballistic at the reunion and he's all coked up with coke dripping off his face. It would have been important to me to see, did he discover, oh, I still have cocaine left from that trip or, oh, I got to go find a local cocaine dealer now. Right. It it was just like, it's as if, you know, they built the ideas. Oh, and then he'll go nuts at the reunion. Well, how? Doesn't matter. He'll just go nuts. That's what I was feeling from the script. Right. None of it matters. We don't have to justify it. We just have this idea that, you know, James Marsden is going to talk to the kid and it's going to be really oversexual and weird. Well, how did we get there? Doesn't matter. It's just a funny scene. Let's just do it. And so I wanted more. Yeah. I wanted more. Well, of course, you're going to be wanting more because if you're not invested from the beginning, like I was, I was won over from the minute that he has this deep want of wanting to be popular and wanting to be the guy who's the hero. And he, and mm-hmm. he's, he is kind of a dick, uh, but mm-hmm. it's Jack Black. So that didn't bother me. Just like, like Will Ferrell right. plays dicks. And I'm like, I love you. There, there are certain, now sometimes people play dicks and I'm like, no, sorry. Hands, hand to the face, not on board. No, thank you. Uh, but this didn't this didn't do that for me. So I was totally in. And then James Marsden too is so insecure that first night in the bar. he. They're, they've done a little bit of cocaine. Oh, God, that scene when James Marsden starts doing cocaine and Jack Black goes, uh, I don't really. And he goes, take a bump. And he just, OK, it's like the timing of it is very it's very simple. It's a dumb thing. But he's like he looks at him with disgust, like, I don't really. And then the minute James Marsden offers him something, he's like, because he's got to do it because he's got to land this guy for a reunion. I don't know. Right. There was something about the desperation of all of it. It it gave me a pit in my stomach for sure, but it, I think that's also what made me giggle. Right. Um, I mean, they wanted you to have a pit in your stomach. That's for sure. It wasn't. Yeah. You know, we were all supposed to be uncomfortable. But uh, I've just never seen. I, I've never seen a story like that. Also, because 
it, it, they're the twists and turns of like, I did not see, you know, because then it, like 20 minutes into the movie, he gets him to consider coming to reunion. Like he just flat out says it. Hey, man, I lied to my boss. I lied to everybody. And I actually came here to ask you to come to reunion. And I kind of thought the way it was set up, I was like, oh, I thought that was going to be the whole thing of the movie is the, uh, the uh-huh. thing that he wanted that he was going to have to go through obstacles to figure out a way to get this guy to come. And right there in the beginning of the movie, he says it. And I was like, well, that I didn't see that coming. And then the whole thing that happens with his business, with his boss, and James Marsden pretends to be the businessman that he's come to have this meeting with. And then James Marsden fucks him by getting so excited by this role play of playing the businessman that he makes a deal with his boss. So now his boss is going back and spending all this money because he's like, we got a deal. And Jack Black is just freaking out because he has he can't confess that he did all of this like for basically for attention yeah i think here's i think i've i've pinpointed the the essential problem for me when when movies are like this and there are a lot of them where things just consistently go wrong and you know and it's uncomfortable and funny my favorite type of movie is everybody's motivated by love but they they mess up a lot. You know, they don't mean to lie, but they lie. And then they don't mean to betray someone, but they do. But the motivation is always love. For, for me, I love my dad. That dad loves his son. Right. He's a total fuck up, but he loves his son and he's doing what he's doing because he's motivated by love. The motivation in this movie was Jack Black's desperate need to be liked loved. or a hero. Yeah. And no one loved anybody in this movie to my liking. Yeah. So Marsden doesn't love anybody until the very end when he's like, hey, I'm really sorry. And I do have feelings for you. It all felt unearned. And I just wanted Jack Black didn't seem to love Jeffrey Tambor, but he ruined his life. He ruins his life for his own selfishness rather than, God, I love my boss. I love him so much. And I I messed up and I did this. I didn't get any sense of true love. Yeah. And that's what I need for a movie like this to work for me. I figured it out. I summed it up. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That does make a lot of sense. But you're also talking about that charity at the top of this, you know? I know. You're just too good of a person for your own good. You love. (laughs) What can I say? I would even say you're in love with love. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Of course. I can't. And I'm blanking on all the movies of that genre. I remember liking Flirting with Disaster. Movies where just, oof, people are doing inappropriate things but right they just but the motivation well, is always that the higher power the higher purpose so. well this is a bromance this is kind of a, a very sad yeah. bromance um but uh also you're blanking on it because of my how to enjoy your life trademark slash mandy fabian the, you only know, in this moment yes, yes yes that's what it is so congratulations because you Thank win you, you win Thank you. Uh, well, uh, all right. Well, let's tell people. I have a game for you. And then we'll tell. Well, of course. But wait, I need to point out oh. that when the movie started and I was not happy, I went on Rotten Tomatoes. Would you like to guess what the critics gave D-Train? Well, I don't think that you're in this camp, but here's what I will. I'm going to be very honest. I yeah. I feel very. I don't actually I don't know what the critics gave it. I have no idea, but I, I I know it got panned. I was shocked, actually, at how panned it got low yes. stars, like half rated or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, I think because I really like 
when people explore sexuality in a dangerous way. And Mm. I think I have a theory, and I'm not wrong, (laughs) uh, that people are homophobic. I think they get a little, I think they don't know why they don't like it. I don't think that's you, but I do think that this movie was very explored a sexuality that I've never, ever seen explored in a film. And we've come into this a couple of times where there's a project that I go, I don't care how it's done. The fact that it's done makes me so happy. Yeah. And I think, I wish this movie had done better because the truth is I would write a movie like this. And it makes me excited. Well, you would write a better version. I hope so. Um, Well, okay, two things. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, critics gave it 54%. Audiences gave it 25%. Right, but... And that might be homophobia, a but... A thousand the, percent. The stuff I was reading, no one was saying, ew, what, what's with the gay stuff? It was all this... It, people just didn't like the movie. Yeah. Now, uh, the other thing I need to point out is you said something very... You stated it really well. Like, I like to explore sexuality in dangerous unseen ways or something you you phrased it really well yes and as you said that my dad called now (laughs) coincidence (laughs) hang on let me text him let me text him and tell him always been that we are podcasting (laughs) underneath it all is that crazy sexual tension that you have with my dad by the way are you guys renewing your vows anytime soon i feel like (laughs) my dad and me (laughs) (laughs) well that works too yeah. Oh, we have a whole role playing uh, thing. It's no big deal. Yeah. No, I just thought that was hilarious because you said it. Dangerous you phrased it really sexuality. well. So now, when people listen to it, they're going to hear you say that that really succinct, like, that's what you liked about this movie was how they explored a, just a hidden, dangerous sexuality. And then boom. Uh, oh, my You're God. the real love of your life called. Okay. Did Jeremy uh, like the movie or did he not watch it with you? He did not watch it. I might ask him to watch it. Oh. I'd Good be luck curious to know. No, I'd be curious. He's. To know. He's like four seasons into Sliders, which I think says 82 <laughs> seasons. So I'm not sure he has the time, but you can ask him. <laughs> I get if it. If anybody has seen this, please reach out on social media at Mandy underscore Kaplan underscore Clavens. I blanked on my own name. Or at Mandy Fab. We're winning today. Or re- you can reach out on Discord, yes. mandcave.com slash Discord. Yes. Please let us know. I would love to hear from people who like this movie. And t- yeah. And- you know, yeah, we're, we're in the minority. We're in the minority, but we're a strong group and we'll be meeting next Monday. So thank you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but let's tell the people, I have a game for you. So I'll tell the people, uh, Man Cave is a production of Two Story FM, music by Ian Post and engineering by Pete Wright. And guys, if you don't mind, just stop what you're doing. I don't care if you have to pull over. Every freeway has a shoulder. That's what my mama used to say. And, I feel uh, like you're rhyming. It's weird. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm a, I'm the next Taylor Swift. We've already established that a couple episodes Yes. No, I'm a songwriter, in case you guys missed that episode, but you should not miss that episode because it's great. <laughs> and so is the movie. Go see it. Anyway, uh, uh, so please go to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating, a five-star rating, a review. We especially love to hear from people and it helps us grow. Yes, do that and become a Fandy, mancave.com slash Fandy and Monday join special. us on Discord. And I, there probably are Cyber Monday deals. I know you won't hear this until the next week or two, but... T public. Yep. I mean, uh, mancave.com slash merch yep. gets you to our T public store mm-hmm. with tons of fun merch. Yes. So please support us in any way you are willing. All kinds of things, please. Holiday shopping. Um, okay. All right. Well, did you ever go to 
a high school or college reunion. Have you ever done such a thing? Yes. Okay. What was your experience? Um, I went, well, I went to Jair's. Must have been his 10-year or his 15-year. Oh. And that was fun meeting people that I had heard about or, you know, that was nice. Um, Wait, and 10 then or 15? Were you guys 10 or 15 like years that. out of high school when you met? We were like a new couple. We weren't married, I think, oh, when okay. we went to his reunion. Got it. And then my own, I it must have been, I don't know, the 15 or 20. I can't remember. But it was fun. I The way I had to do it was to meet up with one friend beforehand and, you know, make a team with her. So I didn't feel like I was just showing up to my high school reunion by myself. Yes. And she and I had a a good time and I saw a lot of nice people. It wasn't, it wasn't epic. It wasn't, you know, no big drama, but it was, it was nice to see people. I think probably most of them don't have big drama, right? I mean, I would think, you know, it's just a getting, you just get to see faces and there's something for me, the experience of going, I never went to a high school reunion, but I think that's Mm -hmm. because I went to, it was a really big high school and I was working, like I was doing that sketch comedy show. So I really, I knew so very few people. I had like three people that I had been friends with since sophomore year that just remained my friends through junior and senior year. So I I wasn't around. I didn't participate in a lot of school activities. Right. Um, So I'd never went because I knew, I mean, Jesus, you know me. I would have been there and been like, hi, I don't remember you at all. I don't. I know. (laughs) And they probably wouldn't have remembered me either. We did. We went to a wine shop where there was a reunion for you. Oh, yeah. A smaller reunion. uh Uh-huh. And I was there to help you try to figure out who people were. Yes. That was, I was like your wing Mandy. Yes. It was a vat. Wow. Wing Mandy. How have we never, how have we never done that yet as a title? Um, uh, why didn't we title the podcast that? I mean, now I'm mad. Okay. Anyway. Right. Uh, yes. I'll assign you that TV show wings for next week. Great. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so current. Um, yeah. And then, no, I remember that. It was a Vassar Club Mm -hmm. event, a wine tasting event. And there was a guy, in fact, who was like, hey, I'm so-and-so. And And I was like, so nice to meet you. He's like, I've met you like four times. I meet you at all Mm -hmm. these things. His name was Mm -hmm. Josh. Now I remember. But I didn't, Mm. I don't know why. I was like, "Uh uh-uh. Just the same thing. One of my good friends, like the the gal that he ended up marrying, he was like, she was totally in the comedy group with us. And I was like, no, she wasn't. And actually, I maintain that I was correct and he was wrong. Because... She wasn't. I did not remember okay. her. She was not in Laughing Stock. I would have remembered. All right. Anyway, okay. So you and I are going to play a little game. Okay. It's real simple. It's a real, like, you know, but... So am I. It's a bit never have I ever, but it's an ever mm-hmm. or never, and it's a competition. So get ready. Oh. Because I know you're fierce. Ever or never. Ready? Mm-hmm. Skipped class and got away with it. Ever. Okay. All the time. You? Uh, yes. So we both get that. Yeah. Um, okay. Had a crush on a teacher. Oh, ever. Okay. What was his or her name? Uh, he was like a young teacher. He came in to teach science. His name was Cosgrove. And <laughs> he was so dreamy. And I, like Mr. Cosgrove, and he must have been 24 or 23, and I was 17, and I thought, well, that's just perfect. <laughs> it didn't go anywhere. 
Did you ever flirt with him or feel like he was flirting? Oh, I know I was. I, I, I'm sure I was throwing myself at him and I'm sure he was horrified. I wonder if Mr. Yeah. Cosgrove listens to this podcast and this is like a weird, like he's going to reach out to you and be like, hey, you want to come to the next high school reunion? Yeah. Do you know I'm if he still teaches? up what you're putting down. Does he still I teach? Know. He might. <laughs> no idea. He had just, I feel like he maybe was a sub or something, He, but I thought he was dreamy. All right. Let's get the research team on that. Dawn. Can you look up and see if Mr. Cosgrove uh, teaches at what high school was it again? Fair Fairmont, M- Framingham High. Right, that's my, right. My dad's name. Interesting that you use that. I was very close. I was very close. Okay. Um, so okay, I I think maybe I had a crush on my middle school basketball coach, for Ooh. sure. There was something Ooh. about her that made me tingle in places. She was very Ooh. authoritative and like really cute, and. I knew she was gay, and that was, like, a thing that nobody was in Texas. So mm-hmm. there was a little bit of that, like, and she really, like, you know, but she wasn't inappropriate ever because, you know, mm-hmm. in Texas, she would have been lynched if she even whispered that she was actually gay. That was, she was totally right. closeted. But I think that was a, a little crush mm-hmm. I had. Um, and then the other ones were all just, like, I just love torturing my teachers more than dating them. But there was a, a, a teacher, a really handsome teacher. And, you know, I didn't go for handsome. I was a Luke Duke, not a Bo Duke girl. Um <laughs> So it's alarming that I've ended up with a handsome person, but that right. those them's the you breaks. ended up with Bo Duke, yeah, I know. Uh-huh. But I'm a Luke Duke gal. But so there was this one teacher who was also a coach at our high school, and every girl would go to him for like lunch and studying, and they all tried to get into his classes. And it is a miracle that he didn't sleep with any of them, to my knowledge. Be- to your knowledge, yes, to my knowledge. But I also I think he was genuinely just super fucking handsome genuinely an interested teacher. And I mean, my friend Tiva threw herself at him. Oh, my God. That is so Tiva. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't I wasn't there, but I can. Mm -hmm. But uh, to be honest, my friend Tiva was the kind of gal that all she had to do was walk into a room and you're like, she's throwing herself at all the men because she was that beautiful. It was it was like an aggressive assault that she was so beautiful. And she wrote poetry. Fuck her. Am I right? And yet her shoes are not beautiful. Tiva's. (laughs) She's actually named after Cannabis Sativa. Oh. Because her parents were hippies. Oh. And so every pot smoker or or gummy chewer in the country is like, oh, my God, I now also love Tiva. Okay, sorry. Let's move on. Okay. All right. um, Ace to test without studying. Yes, ever. Oh. I never studied. I'm not sure I... I'm not sure I ever aced it without studying. Although Mm. there was one time I... Nope, I'm going to give myself an ever because there was one time when I uh, we had to read The Grapes of Wrath and I didn't read it. And I did like a Cliff Notes thing. Seriously, I forgot we were supposed yeah. to read it. And like yeah. the morning of, I think I was reading The Cliff Notes and somehow I managed to bullshit my way through that test. Okay. God bless. Had a secret notes. hiding spot at school. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. Never. Nope, I don't think I did either. Maybe the drama, maybe the theater is a good place to sneak off to. But I think hiding spot would have been like I didn't have drugs or anything to hide. Okay. Right. Uh, forged a parent's signature. Oh, ever. Oh, my God. Nope. Not my me. mom has a really illegible signature <laughs> and her name is Helene and at the time Kaplan. And it looked like hell nug. <laughs> and it was just like a an H with a squiggle and an N with a squiggle. I don't know why the N. So. <gasps> my sister and I could what? forge that shit 
easy. What? Like on report cards and things? On tests and permission slips? Well, I typed up my own report card. I think I've mentioned that on the podcast. Oh, I don't think yeah. you have. All um, right. Okay. Been called uh, to the principal's office. Yes. What? What for? Ever. Because, well, this... God, I'm just going to come out smelling like roses. Did I mention that I volunteered for Project Angel Food on Thanksgiving? <laughs> um, I was called to the principal's office because my English teacher was insulting a student and I stood up to him and said, you can't speak to students like that. He he said to a kid, what are you, retarded or something? Oh. It's like you're half baked. And I was, I jumped up and took up with this teacher. And then the teacher and I both, I, I was called to the principal's office where the teacher was waiting for me to talk about how disrespectful I was. And I got transferred out of his class. Wow, that is very exciting and wonderful. That's yeah. very Norma Ray. Uh, I went. Oh, I God, went because yeah. I stacked people's lockers. So, well, you know, we're different. Stacked. Yeah, you know, you put the you you open up their locker and then you stack all the books up so that when they open it, it all falls it out. Falls out. Yeah. Oh, it's a hilarious yeah. prank, and I recommend it highly. Okay. Um, okay. Did you ever use a fake ID? Oh yeah. Oh, Ever. Jesus Christ. We used to You're freshman like year of college. Somebody would use it and then pass it back. They didn't care, Whoa. right? The bouncers just wanted bodies in the bar. Yeah. So we would just pass it down. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you ever make a prank call to a teacher? Not to a teacher, no. Okay. All right. That's one. That's number. where I drew the line. You? No. No. That no. would have been. I didn't even like to do prank calls. Like I was nervous doing the one like, hey, is your refrigerator running? Well, you better go get it. Edgy. That was the only one I would ever maybe do. And I was terrified the whole time. I did. I was not that Were, kid. Did you release Jerky Boys like CDs? I mean, that was edgy. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The fact that I stacked anybody's locker, it was so unprecedented. I think that's why I went to the principal's office. They thought I was lying about it. I confessed to the crime and they were like, you're lying and we want to know who you're protecting. And that's why I because went to the principal's office. Because you were a goody goody and was, no one thought you had no that in you. No way would I ever do that. Yes. So yeah. there you go. Did you ever go to a school dance without a date? Uh, well, in college, we would have dances and we... There weren't dates, but not in high school. No, never. Right. Did you go with you? friends? Well, uh, I, oh, yeah. I very often didn't have dates, but I would go with friends. One time, actually, my friend Victor, who I worked at the Arbor Cinema with, Victor wasn't the most attractive of fellas, but he had a great sense of humor. And my friend, the formerly mentioned Sativa, Tiva. and I, well, mm -hmm. we both worked at the Arbor with Victor, and he didn't have a date prom, and he went to a different high school. And Tiva and I were like, we're going to dress up. And Victor, you are going to bring two women to prom and we hello on either arm fawned on him all night danced slow dance with him Aww. took turns we loved yeah yeah no sex go victor i feel like go. victor had a really good time and got some great photos um yeah. okay have you ever been caught passing notes in class yes okay ever. well i never got caught so i think that actually i think i should get extra points for that yes that's impressive um okay so well all right it looks like you you win because you're way more of a criminal than I am. One, yes. two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Yep. I'm a criminal masterman. It's very close, but you're an eight and I'm a seven, so you win. A criminal masterman. Sorry. 
a little late to that game. All right. It's okay. So we got there. Uh, that was wonderful. You are a deviant, but I still love you. What are you assigning me for next week? Okay. It's a little out of character for me. And it's on Apple TV, which I now have to re-sign up for. Yeah. But it's a movie that I find very intriguing. It's called Fingernails. Have you watched it? No. With Riz Ahmed and Jesse Buckley? No. Fingernails. Okay. So it it has a, an eternal sunshine of the spotless mind premise to it. Okay. And uh, Great. I don't know. I didn't look up reviews, but Great. I've wanted to see it, and I'm going to make you watch it. Hell yes. I love it. You know I love a movie I know nothing about. So yeah. we're in. And I can remember it. Because every time I make this motion with my hands, I'll look at my fingernails and I'll go, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm supposed to watch fingernails this week. So, brava. Exactly. All right. Thank you. All right. We'll talk yes. about it next week. We sure will. Uh, see you on the F train. Fingernails. Oh, the, the, M, the M train. Uh. <laughs> 